Welcome to Grace Notes, brought to you this time by Sandvet Concert Ministries. Barbara has a special message to share with you today. So stay tuned as she continues her series, Intimacy with God, with the Unforgiveness Barrier. Ask God to prepare your heart as Barbara sings the Psalmist David's prayer from Psalm 51. Father's Day used to be a hard day for me. I respected my father greatly, but I didn't really know him. Our relationship was nil. The only words I remembered hearing directed to me when I was growing up were critical ones. My mom told me that he'd often brag about my accomplishments to others, but I never heard it. Every year I'd go to the greeting card counter to buy a card for him, and I'd cry. I really wanted to be able to buy a mushy one that said, You're everything I ever hoped for in a dad but I couldn't bring myself to do it. I didn't feel that way. And out of respect for his care of me, I couldn't buy a generic have-a-great-day one either. It was tough. When Dad was diagnosed with leukemia, feelings I had long since tucked away resurfaced. Dale and I had been married for over 20 years by that time. One day as I was driving, a song came on the radio that talked about the secret place you have in your heart where you don't want to go. I had felt a real barrier in my relationship with the Lord, and I hadn't been able to identify what it was. I asked God to reveal my secret place to me. In my spirit, he said that I still hadn't forgiven my dad. I was blaming all the things I couldn't accomplish on him. I almost ran off the road. I can't say that it was an instant transformation, 
In fact, it took almost two years to work through that. God showed me that the reason why Dad didn't demonstrate verbal and physical love to me was because he didn't know how to. He'd not received it from his parents and was even told by them that he was never wanted. God then helped me to forgive the past omissions and to see a different aspect of love he had demonstrated. He was a good provider. We always had the best he could afford. He was a fine example of ministering for the Lord as he took our family to prisons, missions, and churches where we sang and he preached. During this time, God gave me a poem as I struggled to feel what I thought I should feel for my dying father. I've entitled it, Feelings I Can't Feel. I tried to say those words today and mean it from my heart. I couldn't. There's nothing there. I just can't care. I know you need my love. I'm sorry. Why didn't we have a relationship, the kind I envy so? Was it you? Why didn't we ever enjoy each other, spend time together? Was it me? I yearn to have the memories that warm my thoughts of you. I don't. I never felt a loving hug, heard you say well done or felt approved. Never knew what it was like to see you smile when I came in a room. Never sat upon your knee, heard you cheer when I brought home good grades. Missed those dad and daughter times. Others tell, but I could only dream. Did my expectations far exceed all that they should have been? I wonder. Should I have been satisfied with less or just have given more? Could be. It's hard to live on should-have-beens or pine for could-have-beens. It hurts. Because have-beens only serve defeat for those who cling to them. I know. Love's not a feeling. It's a choice. God chose to give his love when he gave Christ. He died for us before we cared to provide for our forgiveness undeserved. So... If we don't choose to forgive and forget the things that were omitted, we lose. Dad lived through eight bedside goodbyes before he finally went home to be with the Lord. As I went to his bedside for each call of the family, I wanted so very much to extend to him the love expected of a daughter for her dying father, but all I could feel was an obligatory love. I shared this poem with a friend. She said that as she read it, she received a message from the Lord for me. I felt freedom from this, her response. My dear child, the love you never received from your earthly father may never come, nor may the feeling that you so much desire to love him as you feel Jesus would. Do not look for something special. I know your heart. I know that you have willed to forgive, even as I instructed you. Agape love does dwell in your heart by the Holy Spirit. I do not ask of you the impossible. I see my son when I look at you. His righteousness, his love, his forgiveness, it is enough. I love you, Abba, Father. I felt no bitterness towards him. I had stopped blaming him for things I was insecure about or couldn't do. But deep inside me, I still wanted to know he loved and accepted me. After his stroke, he was moved to a nursing home where I would visit him weekly. He was unable to speak, but could understand what was going on. He communicated solely with his eyes. It was the Christmas season, and Mom asked if I would sing for the residents. The day before, as I was meditating, the Lord spoke to my heart, saying, You must talk to your dad about your feelings. I immediately responded, But Lord, it's not necessary. You've helped me resolve it. 
Besides, he can't respond. It wouldn't be fair. What good would it do? But his words remained. As I began to entertain the thought, I figured that uh, maybe he needed a blessing from me before he died. I could certainly do that. Okay, Lord, I will. The day was here. Mom and I always went together because it was more comfortable for me. Some days he would really be out of it, so we'd just rub his hand and pray for him and talk to each other while he rested. This day he was stark awake. When we went into the room, Mom said she was going to leave me alone for a while so we could talk. That's funny. I hadn't told her what I'd planned to do. I knew I couldn't get emotional because I had to sing later. I started out with one of those stupid statements you never want to say. Dad, I know I've probably waited too long to say this. Man, a lump formed in my throat. Keeping it in check, I continued by describing all the good things the Lord had reminded me that he had done. This felt right. I'm not sure he knew what to make of it. I stopped thinking this was all I needed to do, but the Lord prompted with, You're not finished. <sighs> okay, here goes. But I just wanted to know one thing, Dad. Are you proud of me? Are you, are you proud of me? His eyes were searching my face now, almost as if he were surprised. He opened his mouth and said clearly, I'm proud of you. He never spoke again. God knew what I needed. He gave me closure to a lifelong desire I was willing to leave unfulfilled, through a miracle. In the months that followed before his death, I learned more about the man I called Dad. He had changed in the years after I was out of the house, and I was able to see it. Though I could never go back to experience the childhood kind of love I missed, I was able to love him in an adult way. God truly gave me a godly heritage. Over the years, I've met many people who have had hurtful relationships. Some are still enslaved by an unforgiving spirit. We can't expect our relationship with God to be all that it can be unless we're willing to open up our hearts and let him reveal those secret things and then turn them over to him to heal. I want to sing for you now the song that changed my life. As I sing it, ask yourself the question, is there a place in your heart where even you won't go? But 
Thanks for joining the program. Barbara would love to hear from you. You can write to her at Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Boston, Maryland, 21047. Or email us through our website at www.sandbeckministries.com. Join us on our next program. We'll continue with the topic, Trusting God's Heart.